Hey, G12 family, welcome to our podcast. We are so excited to have you here. We know this message will draw you closer to God's word, his will, and his way wherever you are. Enjoy the message. The title for the message tonight is How to Get Unstuck. Have you ever been stuck? Yes or no? Have you ever been stuck? Yes. You know, I was thinking about this the other day, and so many of us live feeling stuck. Feeling stuck or being stuck is like when you go with your mom. I don't know how many of you have Latino moms or Latino parents. Yeah? Many of us. And, you know, if your mom doesn't speak the language and you go through the drive-thru, you know what happens. She gets frustrated, right? Or, you know, when you just came into the United States and people started speaking in English and you didn't really understand what they were saying, you get what? Frustrated. You get stuck. You want to say something, but it like, doesn't come out. Has it happened to you? Yeah? And then what happens when you're going through, uh, when you're driving through the drive-thru and you're trying to order and the person doesn't get it, like he doesn't really understand or you don't understand what they're trying to say you get frustrated and then your mom or your parent or your family member that doesn't speak English say oh these people are always so mean right am I the only one no pretty sure everyone it's like you know if you have parents you know now for the Americans the Americans are like what I don't know but if English is your first language you're gonna relate to this you know, when, when your parents are going like online or checking their email or, you know, Facebook. Now every parent, even grandparents have Facebook. And they want to do something. And the thing is like not really working for them. So what do they say? The computer is broken. Oh, this thing, it, it, it doesn't work. You know, my, my parents, my mom is... Especially my mom, well, my dad, he passed away a long time ago, but he first started, like, you know, using the computer. He asked me to help him, and he didn't really get it. So he's like, I don't know, I don't know what to do. And he, he used to say, the computer is broken. This thing doesn't work. And that's what happens in life when we get stuck. We say, oh, you know, this doesn't work. This thing that I'm doing, which is called life, is not working. I'm not the right person. I'm not who I wanted to be because I'm stuck. How many of us are stuck in life in different areas? You know, I Google stuck. You know, when I, when I have to preach, I always like Google words, random words. And this is the first picture that came out when I Google stuck. Oh, that's cute. And then all the other results were similar to this. The next picture is like grown-ups on swings and they got stuck. There is one more of those. And, you know, she says, my friend got stuck in the baby swing and first responders had to come get her out. That's what happens when you're doing something you're not supposed to do. You get stuck. And many, many pictures, I, I actually saw many pictures of this. 
old, well, this is like a special one. I don't know how he got there. How do you get there? I don't, I don't, I don't really know. But some of us, that's our, our visual representation in any or in some area in our life. We are stuck. And what do we do when we feel stuck? What do we do when, you know, life feels like a never-ending cycle and we want to make some progress, but we don't see progress possible? We feel like it's impossible for us to grow. We say it's difficult and life is broken. But let me tell you tonight, the Lord is going to open your mind so you can see clearly what is it that has you stuck. And you're going to be able to break it because the power of the Lord is here tonight. And he's telling you, do not be afraid. He's telling you, do not be discouraged because I am your God. If you believe that the God we serve is the God of miracles, he can make you unstuck in just one second. It will take you just one second to pass from stuck to unstuck. So last week we spoke about it when Nehemiah was going through a difficult time and someone, two people actually came back to him and said, you know, the city is broken. The walls are broken. We have no walls. We have no protection. We're desperate. We, we feel we feel bad. So Nehemiah had this concern. And he said, there is something that we need to do because right now we are stuck. Right now we see no progress. Right now everything we see is problems. So Nehemiah did something and my wife was talking about it. He prayed. Say it with me. He prayed. We, we talked about it last week. But first, pray. You need to pray in order to see change. And many of us love the idea of prayer. But we need to really understand that prayer needs to be a lifestyle. Say it with me. Prayer needs to be a lifestyle. When you make prayer your lifestyle... You, you, you're in your car, you know, you're driving, and then you're connecting with God. You're relating to Him. You're communicating with Him, and you're having a time of prayer. But why do we need to pray, or better, what do we need to pray for? What do we need to pray for when we're stuck? Let me tell you, when you're stuck, you need to pray for an opportunity. Say with me, opportunity. Say it again, Opportunity. Many of us are praying for a miracle. We want to see a miracle happening, but the Lord is telling you, He's telling you tonight, instead of praying for a miracle, pray for an opportunity. Because a, an opportunity is more powerful than a miracle. Say to the person next to you, you need to pray for an opportunity. So before going into that, let me ask you, why are you stuck? Because we need to go to the root in order to understand why we're stuck. Let me read you 
the verse of Nehemiah 1, chapter 1, verse 11. It says, please grant me success today by making the king favorable to me. Put it into his heart to be kind to me. He was praying for an opportunity. He wasn't praying for a miracle. He was, in, he was praying for an opportunity. So let me ask you again. Are you stuck in any area of your life? Are you stuck maybe in some area of your life and you need freedom tonight? Do you need freedom tonight? Okay, this message is for you. So how do we get stuck? Let me go back to the cause or the root of being stuck. I'm, I'm going to talk about four different um, ways we get stuck. So let me go with the first one. You're stuck in revenge. Many people are stuck in revenge. Why are we stuck in revenge? Because someone did something to us. Something happened a while back in the past. And we're replaying that moment in our heads. So you're going over and over that moment. That something that someone did to you many years ago. And you're saying, oh, I can't believe. I can't believe they did this to me. I can't believe this guy did this to me you know if you've been heartbroken you know what i'm talking about you like replay that moment you replay that picture in your mind over and over again and that's why you're stuck right now you know the cause of being stuck right now is because you're lacking forgiveness lack of forgiveness is a cause for you to be stuck right now so how do we overcome this we just need to forgive. The consequence of being stuck in, the, in this area with revenge is, is that we have the same attitude against everyone. We feel that everyone is going to do the same thing that someone did to us a long time ago. So ask yourself, are you stuck in revenge? Do you need to forgive someone tonight? Do you need to forgive even someone that you live with right now? Someone that did something a long time ago and you've been stuck into that. Now the second cause for you to be stuck, some of us are stuck in our past. When you're stuck in your past, you're always telling the same story. You know, maybe you were fired from your job and everything you're saying is, it wasn't fair. Maybe something happened, you got into a car accident, the other person had, you know, the blame for it. She didn't, or her, or him th that didn't have insurance, and you're saying it's because that happened. And you're blaming that person because of something that happened to you. So you're living in the past. When you're living in the past, you're always saying it wasn't fair. You're finding people to tell them your story. You're looking for people to tell them, oh, you know, you know what happened to me? It was pretty hard. And you haven't been able to overcome your past. So you're always telling the same story. The third reason why some people are stuck is because they're stuck in the current situation. You're stuck with what you have right now. You want to advance, but you see no progress. You don't know where to take that first step. You know something needs to change. You know something needs to happen. But you don't know what is it that you need to do in order to take the next step. So 
the cause is because you say something like this. I want to do something, but I don't have the resources for it. Maybe you say, I want to do something great, but I don't know if I can do it. If I had this or I had that. So the cause is because you're seeing other people advance. You're older, seeing other people do stuff, but you're not doing nothing. And you're not praying for an opportunity. You're praying for a miracle. You're praying for someone else to change. You're praying for someone else to do something for you to get the blessing. For you to get the opportunity. But the reality is that you need to take ownership of your life. And you need to start making it happen. How many of you can say, I want to make it happen? So the consequence of living like this is frustration. And you have a lack of desire to take that first step. That's the consequence. If you're living stuck in your current situation, you have no energy because you say, there is nothing I can do for this to change. There is nothing I can do that will make this situation better. So you're stuck in your present. You need to come out of that situation and face it in a different way. Number four and the last one. Stuck in broken dreams. Many people live stuck in broken dreams. Because they want to do something great. But there is a huge gap between where we are and where we want to be. You see uh, the difference of life. You see it like impossible for you to become the person that you want to be. You see there is no way. You say it to yourself. When you wake up, you look in the mirror and you say... There it is. I don't know. I don't have what it takes. So you have dreams, you have expectation, but you think they're impossible to fulfill. So when you're stuck in broken dreams, you have limiting beliefs. You have lies right here that tell you you can't do it. And the consequence of living with limiting beliefs is that... You live a life of expectation, but without any action. So many people, I remember I used to know a guy, super talented guy. Yeah, you know, African-American, super talented for everything. He could dance, he could sing, he was good looking, even from, you know, I could say it and feel secure about it. Like, he was good looking, extremely fit, like ripped. You know, one day he took off his shirt. I was like, ooh, let's put on our shirts. How about that? You know, great, great guy. But he was living stuck on this. He had high expectations. I was like, when are you going to do something? You need to do a song, record something. You have a talent. God gave you a talent. Why don't you use it? But... He had broken dreams. He was waiting for someone to do the work for him. He was waiting for something supernatural. And he said, you know, it's too hard. I don't think I will be able to do it. When someone has expectations, but they're not willing to put in the work, then they're living a life of broken dreams. When you have limiting beliefs, and that's something we all go through. You have limiting beliefs. But you need to understand that today could be that day of freedom for your life. Today 
is the day that God is going to give you the freedom that you want, the freedom that you need to accomplish the life that you deserve. How many of you are ready to get it? Come on. So let me tell you, an opportunity is bigger than a miracle. Say it with me. An opportunity is bigger than a miracle. An opportunity usually precedes a miracle. When you pray for an opportunity, when you pray for something to open up and you take that first step, let me tell you something supernatural could happen. There was a woman in the Bible. She had a desire. She had a need. She needed Jesus to heal her. She had an issue. The Bible says the issue of the woman with the issue of the blood. She had a, a blood flood. And you know, she started praying and she started thinking, God, please give me an opportunity for me to get next, to get near Jesus and touch his garment. If I do it, I know I'll be healed. She prayed for an opportunity because she knew that in the opportunity, there, it was a miracle. So what if you start praying today for an opportunity? You will start praying today for an opportunity for your life to change. You start praying for an opportunity for you to become the person that God wants you to be. You know, we face limiting beliefs. And that's why Nehemiah had to pray for four months because he had limiting beliefs. He started praying because he needed to reconstruct the wall. But one, he didn't have the resources. And number two, he didn't have the people. Number three, he didn't have the time because he was working for the king. So he started praying for an opportunity. He started praying for a, an opportunity to speak to the king. And you know what? As my wife says, you know what? You know what? The opportunity came. So let me tell you tonight. If you pray for the opportunity, the opportunity will come. If you pray for God to open up the heavens or the opportunity to show up, the opportunity will show up. And you will see a breakthrough in your life. Come on, give it up for Jesus. If you believe. So God creates opportunities for leaders, not dreamers. Many of us are dreamers. But God wants you to be a leader. A dreamer dreams about things being different. A, leaders, a leader envision himself different leaders envision themselves making a difference let me tell you dreamers think about how nice it will be for something to be done leaders look for an opportunity to do something let me read it again dreamers dream about things being different but leaders envision themselves making a difference you are a leader let me tell you again, you are a leader. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? Probably you say, you know, pastor, I don't know if I'm a leader. 
let me tell you leader a leader is a person that has influence and I'm pretty sure you have influence with your family members I'm pretty sure you have influence with your co-workers with the people that follow you on Instagram or Facebook or MySpace if you're older you have an influence and you need to stop being a dreamer and start becoming a leader how many of you want to become leaders how many of you want to become leaders you know I always teach this leadership uh, I have this this thing so I always say leaders do it first say it with me leaders do it first so you need to do it first because you're a leader leaders change the world dreamers just wait for someone to stand up and do it so when you how do you become a leader and you stop being a dreamer is when you activate your faith so tell the person next to you activate your faith Nehemiah did it chapter 2 verse 1 he says I was serving the king his wine I had never before appeared sad in his presence you know when you appeared sad in the presence of the king that could be your last day on earth but he dared he's like you know I'm gonna do it I'm gonna stop dreaming about, about something different and I'm gonna do something different I'm gonna act on it so he presented himself sad before the king then the king said why are you looking so sad you don't look you don't look sick to me you must be deeply troubled he says then I was terrified you know he was like I'm this guy's gonna kill me verse 3 he says but I replied long live the king how can I not be sad for the king asked well how can I help you with a prayer to the God of heaven this is what Nehemiah says he's like let me pray before I say this and he said it he said to the king if it pleased the king and if you're pleased with me your servant send me to Judah to rebuild the city where my ancestors are buried the king with the queen sitting next next to him asked how long will you be gone when will you return after I told him how long I'll be gone the king agreed to my request he prayed for an opportunity and you know what happened the miracle came and the king said it's okay for you to go it's okay to you do the thing that you have in your heart so if you have a desire in your heart you need to start praying for an opportunity and when you get that opportunity you need to be ready but some of us are living under a limiting belief and a limiting belief let me tell you what a limiting belief is it's a false story that we tell ourselves and they place responsibility for success outside of our control that's a limiting belief you're waiting for something else to happen in order for you to have success. Or oh, if this happens, then I'll be successful. 
You're blaming others for the thing you're living, you're going through right now. But today, you're going to place those limiting beliefs next to God's truth. And when you see God's truth, everything starts to change. A limiting belief is a false story that we tell ourselves that opposes the truth that we find in the Bible. So let me give you an example. Limiting belief number one. I don't have what it takes. You know what the Bible says? The Bible says, and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Say it with me. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Look to the person next to you and say the truth will set you free. Limiting belief number one. I don't have what it takes. You know what God says about that? The God, God says, I can do everything through Christ. Limiting belief number two. I'm not a goal-oriented person. You know, the liberating truth about this is I can change my habits. Limiting belief number three. No one wants to support my dream. You know, have you ever heard that? No, no one wants to do it with me. My parents don't support me. They don't help me in what I want to accomplish. But the liberating truth about this is that I can learn how to share my vision more effectively. How about that? You can change the way you share your vision in that way, you can convince others to follow your vision and your passion. Limiting belief number three, I don't have the money for it. Have you ever heard that? Have you ever said that? Raise your hand. I have said it. Oh, I don't have the money for it. You know, I want to do this, but I just don't have the money. You know, the liberating truth, you can say God gives me wisdom to get the resources I need. Can you say it with me? God can give me wisdom to get me the resources that I need. So in this side, you have, you have the limiting beliefs. And the limiting beliefs are putting the burden in other people. They're putting the responsibility outside of your control but a liberating truth makes you responsible for the outcome of the situation so if you put your trust in God you can say I know I can do it because God is with me if you don't put, put your trust in other people but you put your trust in God you know that God will do the miracle. He will do it again as He did it before. He will do a miracle in your life in the same way He did it in the past. Come on. Praise God. So I'm going to finish with a couple of questions. The first one. Are you going through it or are you growing through it? Are you going through it or are you growing through it? So if you're stuck, 
you can have a choice and your choice is to grow out of that situation you can grow out of it because that's what God wants in this difficult time where Nehemiah was living God raised him as a leader he didn't become a dreamer he became a leader and that's what God's God's what God wants you to do today he wants to take you to become a leader so say to the person next to you you are a leader say it louder you are a leader God doesn't want you to go through it he wants you to go through it the next question have you forgiven have you forgiven maybe there is someone that you need to forgive tonight why don't you take that step why don't you take that step in faith and say I'm gonna forgive and I'm gonna forget have you heard people saying I forgive but I don't forget yeah that's a lie because when you forgive you forget say it with me when you forgive you forget next question when are you gonna start doing something about it when are you gonna start doing something for that situation to change when are you gonna stop talking about it ask this question to the person next to you when are you gonna stop talking about it because Nehemiah, is, Nehemiah had to stop talking about it and he had to start doing something about it I imagine he was praying but he was also telling other people oh you know I heard the walls are broken the walls are down but he had to stop talking about it and one day he said I'm gonna do something about this and today is your day to stop talking about it and start doing something because God is gonna take you out of that situation you're not gonna be stuck anymore you're not gonna be stuck anymore you're gonna walk by faith you're gonna walk by faith in the name of Jesus come on praise God God's vision for your life is different than your vision God's vision for your life is for you to take steps of faith say it with me steps of faith so when you feel stuck build when you feel stuck build Nehemiah felt stuck what did he do he started building so you need to build something today what do you need to build number one you need to build your faith say it with me I need to build my faith number two you want to build relationships you want to build a relationship with God and a relationship with others but your main relationship is your relationship with God and number three you want to build truth say it with me truth the only truth that we know it's right here 
in the Word of God, in the Bible. And you need to know it, you need to build it, and it takes time because you need to read the Bible, you need to apply it, live the Word of God every day, and you will see the change. You will see the difference. So if you're stuck tonight, could be that day. If you're stuck in any area of your life, let me tell you tonight is the night. Today is the day God is going to take you out and He's going to make you free and you're going to be able to run. You're going to be able to run into your purpose. You're going to be able to run into God's vision for your life. Your life will be different. Your life will be different. Come on, praise God, praise God, praise God. an opportunity tonight I'm gonna present to you an opportunity an opportunity to ask God to come into your heart and say I'm not gonna keep living the same way I'm living I'm not gonna keep doing my will because you realize when you do your will you fail but when you do His will, when you do God's will, everything starts to change. And you enter into a life of happiness, of purpose. When you stop doing your will, the limiting beliefs go away. And God take, takes control of your life and you start walking on God's purpose. So if tonight, You've been stuck in any area of your life. Let me tell you, God sent me here to tell you today's the day of freedom for you. Maybe you're stuck in your finances. Maybe you're stuck in your emotions. Maybe you're stuck in your job and you hate it. But still you go there every day, 40, 50 hours a week. And you're like, oh man, I feel stuck. Maybe you, you reached one point. And you say, I, I feel I'm growing. I, I know I grew, but I want to grow more. And I, I face this ceiling and I can go over it. I can't. I just can't. Let me tell you, today is the day. Tonight is the night. You're going to go to the next level. You're going to see a breakthrough. You're going to see a change. And God is going to make you grow. Because tonight is your opportunity. If you're stuck I'm gonna present to you an opportunity and the opportunity is for you to give a step of faith and it's very simple if you want God to take control of your life if you want God to change your situation I don't know what it is maybe you've been in church for a long time but let me tell you tonight could be that night when you receive that freedom and the opportunity is for you to receive that liberating truth that only comes from Him. If you want to take this opportunity, I want you to stand up. And I want you to receive that faith that you're missing. I want you to receive that faith that only God could bring when you open your heart and say, I'm ready for that opportunity. If you're stuck, tonight is the night. 
if you're stuck today is the day and you're gonna say to those limiting beliefs you're gonna say no more you're gonna say to the enemy that is telling you to be afraid you're gonna say no more today I'm gonna walk out of here in freedom in the freedom that comes from the Lord because the Word of God says that when you know the truth you're gonna be you're gonna be able to experience freedom you're gonna be able to experience freedom and if you're ready to receive freedom I want to I want you to re raise your hands I want you to open your heart and receive the freedom that only God can bring so be open for the opportunity and start asking God and say Lord I want to receive that freedom tonight I don't want to leave the same way I came in I don't want to leave the same way I want to see a change I want to see a breakthrough I know you will do it again I know you will do a miracle in me I know you will do something in my heart and I open my heart and I receive the healing I receive forgiveness I receive an opportunity thanks so much for tuning in before you go make sure to click the follow button so you never miss what's new we would love to connect with you you can follow us on Instagram at G12Church and share with us how this message has impacted you. Until next time.